Even better than I was the yeah. last time, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. We back. I'm Everybody, welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal, presented by 910 Coastal Barbecue. Brett and I are glad to be back, and we are back with the man who ran train last season on ACC and Big Ten win totals. Mike Goulet, welcome back to the show, baby. Hell yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Can't wait for the season. Dude, we're so close. I think we're 25 days away from week zero. Um, you know, this is this is this go time. It's time to get up get educated on these teams. Um, like we were talking earlier, there's so much turnover and it's like win totals get harder and harder every year. But I mean, if Mike keeps on pace with what he did last season, I don't think it's going to be a problem. It's going to be tough though. It's going to be really tough. You have a lot to, uh, I don't know. It's good. It's just going to be tough. Yeah. I was surprised at myself, uh, last time, but well, we I mean, I feel I feel pretty good about this. These picks. Let me ask you this though: Did you overthink at this time? Did you put more effort into this year than last year? Um, that's a yes. (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't put. I think it was like like, kind of same. Uh, no, I think I researched a little bit more last Uh year because you know I I was busy at work this week, but. (laughs) Still had to try to still try to find a way to do these research. Uh, research I thought people in IT didn't sure. work. I thought you just bled the budget. I mean, yeah, you just but you work for three hours and you sleep for three hours. And, you know, <laughs> Must be nice. Those work naps. You well, know what speaking saying? of that, before we actually get kicked off um, and jump into last season, we haven't been here since March Madness. And I mean, UConn, great showing by them. But what I'm really trying to do is get life updates for everybody. Um, uh, Brett, why don't you start us off? You've probably had the most drastic changes. Yeah, I'm in Florida now. Um, just for for a few months. Took a little living with grandma right now. Um, things are going well. It's it's hot here. I've been here for about a week or so, you know. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of see how things go. I uh, don't know kind of where I'm going from here. Am I going back to North Carolina? Am I going somewhere else? I don't know. But um, that's kind of what's going on in that front. And then also got a new girl that's a big college football fan, so we're going to have to have her on, Emily. Yeah, we um, can definitely do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, she's a big uh, big Gamecock fan. So she, I, she's pretty, at least it's not Clemson. Yeah, she, she's pretty – see, what I was telling Marcus the other day is, like, she's a big Gamecock fan. Her, her um, dad is a Clemson alum. And then her two brothers, one of her brothers just graduated from Tennessee and the other one still goes to Tennessee. He's going into a sophomore year. So their family's all over the place right now. I said that is a toxic household. Toxic, toxic. But the yeah. cool thing was, is she was, uh, she does go to some Tennessee games and she was at that Clint, or, uh, Tennessee Alabama game last year. So her, her brother was an athletic trainer, uh, the one that could just graduate. So they got some free tickets there. So. But yeah, we'll for sure have to have her on as the season goes on, depending, I guess, how the Gamecocks do or not. But um, they go as Spencer Rattler goes. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Are you going to get the last four games for yeah. Spencer Rattler, or are you going to get the first eight games Spencer Rattler? You're going to get G wagon Spencer Rattler. You just got a G wagon. Oh. Saw that video oh, the other day. <laughs> he did not. 
Yeah, junk was murdered out, <laughs> blacked wow. out. It was so well, so the nice. Gamecock collective must At, be healthy. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's getting that nil money like crazy. Oh yeah. All right, Mike. Um, go ahead. Give the listeners an update about uh your move that you had recently. Uh, a couple months ago, I moved from the uh, the great Queen City of Charlotte to uh, old New Ho- Hanover County in Wilmington. And uh, yeah, living by myself, so I don't live with cash anymore. Uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, it's been great. I live right like 15 minutes away from Carolina Beach. Been going to the beach a lot. I know you can't tell, but. And then I've also picked up golf. Oh, nice. Uh, a lot of good golf options down there. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's great. Live like maybe five minutes from a driving range, so it's like very nice. That's fantastic. Oh, well, uh, let's go ahead and hop into it. Um, let's first thank Now and Coastal Barbecue. I actually need to check with um, their their management over there to see if we are renewing a sponsorship. <laughs> but we'll at least give them the first episode. So, um, guys that are listening, thank you for tuning in. Go over to 910 Coastal BBQ on Instagram and Facebook. They should be uh, gearing up just like we are for college football season. I'm going to drop some good recipes. We'll get a pipe and hot pick of the week. And, you know, just support this, guys. They give you free food advice, and all of it's really damn good. All right. So last season, uh, we, we have to start with the guest here, Mike. Mike was 8-1. I mean, he couldn't miss. The only team that tripped him up was uh, Devin Leary's shoulder in the NC State Wolfpack. Uh, Mike's once last season, yep. Clemson under. I know he loved that more than anything. Louisville over, Cuse over, Ohio State over, Michigan over. He even went over on Michigan and he hit it. Probably a little upset that they hit it, but yeah, Ash. yeah, just just a tad. That was a that was like kind of like a fade my happiness kind of thing. Yeah, and we're gonna get into this team later. But Wisconsin under hit last season. Um, I definitely think that team is going in the wrong direction, like in a fast pace. We'll see what the new coaching staff can do. Uh, Minnesota, PJ Fleck rode the boat. They went over. And then Nebraska under. I mean, never a doubt. Like we said, somebody got to lose. It's, it's going to be the Scott Frost got canned. Yeah, that's that's that was the, the main reason I went under last uh, last season. I think didn't think Scott Frost could do it, and he couldn't. Yeah, till his oldest time. Uh, next up for ACC Big Ten win totals last year, Brett four and five, not bad. Uh, miss or the wins, Miami under, Ohio State over, Michigan over, Nebraska under, and the losses were Clemson over, NC State over, Duke under. Duke won seven games last year. Good God, Mike Elko, good job. Wisconsin over was a miss, and then Maryland under six was a miss. They squeaked it out. Uh, Brett, how'd you feel about that four and five last season? I mean. I was proud of Duke. Um, I may or may not have them again this year. We don't know yet. But, um, yeah, Clemson, the whole DJ Uyagale, uh, he basically got the offensive coordinator fired. Uh, they're bringing in Garrett Riley, which is going to be an interesting thing. And then, yeah, I mean, NC State, I mean, I, I'm not – I don't know why we why I picked them. I mean, I guess the Devin Leary um, injury did – hurt things but let's be honest he was not playing well anyway before he got hurt so would it really mattered i don't really know but yeah overall not a bad not a bad showing yeah the offense was for the nc state specifically was very bad last year in almost every game except uconn and you know whoever else they had out of conference uh tim beck is no longer there he took a head coaching job at coastal carolina 
So uh, I was shocked. Be, the shots beware who usually has a good offense. I don't know what kind of system you're going to have in place. But I, I mean, NC State had like a generational defense last year and yeah. it went away. So they were like top 10, if not top five in almost every category. And they just couldn't score points, which is kind of upsetting. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Myself, I was bringing up the caboose. I was three and five. Uh, my hits were Ohio State over, Nebraska under, Northwestern under. They won one single game last year. <laughs> we're going to have more for that coming up in the show. And then my misses were Clemson over, State over, Tech, Virginia Tech over. That team was awful. Uh, Wisconsin over was a miss, and so was Illinois under four and a half. They won eight games. Yeah, they did. That secondary was something serious over at Illinois. Yeah, it was. Um, so props to them. Uh, very happy for them. But let's go ahead and dive in. Did you guys have anything else before we officially kicked it off? I don't think so. I think I'm ready. Let's get All to right, it. Let's do it. So, Mike, you can have the first go at it. Uh, we'll start with the ACC, and we'll go in order, in ABC order. So we'll start with Boston College, and we'll work our way down. Um all right, so Mike, do you have a play on Boston College or any insight for the listeners? Um, so yeah, Boston College. I don't really watch. Their total was six and a half last year. What are they? Five and a half yep, now. Five and a half. Or still and these ones are for five draft, and a half. DraftKings, uh, just for our listeners. DraftKings, yes. Um, but I'm staying away from. Uh, Boston College. I don't don't know too much about them. So, Brett, anything for you? Uh, no, staying away. I mean, I know that uh, Phil Dracovich or whatever. Where's he at? He transferred. I he's at he's at oh, Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, that's right. You'll yeah, get to see so, him this year. Yeah, so he he transferred there. Um, other than that, I'm not really. I mean, they were bad last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were bad. <laughs> And oh, somehow yeah. they beat they NC State bad. because of a bogus pass interference call. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. ACC's, yeah. ACC's weird this year, I think. Yeah, it'll be a good conference. Um, we may have plays on this next team. So uh, after B comes C, Clemson. Clemson's over-underwind total is at nine and a half. Any takes? The under. Dabo can't coach, even with Garrett Riley. So... He has a, I mean, he's putting in a new quarterback as well, and I don't think he's very good. You, you don't, you, you don't know, like Klubnik? He, yeah, Clay Club. I mean, he's okay. I mean, we only saw him like tr- they threw him in last year to try and win games because DJ would just throw him away. Yes, he did. He did a good job. So we haven't really, yeah, we haven't really seen him like start. But I don't believe in him. And then we got to watch that if they play on prime time. Watch that stupid bus ride around the damn. <laughs> I just hate I hate watching them. I'm pick the under for the for the value. Yeah, this I I took the over on this. I think they're going to bounce back. I mean, the, you know they're going to have a solid defense. They always do. I I think I'm putting more faith into Klubnik being better than DJ Uyagale and also the offense just being better as a whole with Garrett Riley. Um I I think that's why I'm taking the over here. Uh, the biggest the biggest test for them is going to be probably Florida State, um, and then I think they play Notre Dame as well, and then they're at South Carolina at the yep. end of the year. Yep. So yep. I mean, yep. it's 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 a tough schedule, but 
I think I'm just I'm putting a lot of faith in the offense just being a better because I mean the awful was the offense was awful last year. I mean it was it was hard to watch. Um, DJ just he couldn't manage it well at all. So I think if if Klubnik can just do a little bit better, and I think I think Garrett Riley, honestly, I could see Garrett Riley if if they if the offense explodes. I think I could see him getting a head coaching job maybe after this season as well. We'll have yeah. a spot in West Virginia. Um, Brett, I would lean over with you. I have Clemson down at 10 wins. Um, like you said, going to South Carolina is going to be tough. Notre Dame, for some reason, is always an interesting oh, yeah. Clemson. That's um, one. They, they, they're in Raleigh, and the last time they were in Raleigh, we saw them lose to a team that they were probably better than um, playing Sam or playing Chapel Hill. I mean, Drake May is going to give you a chance to win every single game, and then you have Florida State there too. So I think there's enough room for error to where – if things yeah. go wrong and you know the offense just still doesn't click, um, they're definitely gonna go under. But I think if Clemson plays the part, they can win two games or only lose two games and get at least ten. So um good luck to both of you. I'm gonna stay away. All right, and next up we have Duke, Mike Elko and the Blue Devils, six and a half wins. I have them right on the six line. Uh Brett, are you going over? I am going over. Um and they bring back Ryan Leonard, probably one of the most underrated quarterbacks um, coming back this year. They have a lot of depth on wide receiver. I think they have like four starting wide receivers coming back. The defense will probably need to be a little bit better. But, I mean, the way that Elko they, – they won nine games last year, nine and four. And, honestly, a couple of those they probably could have won. They probably could have won as well. So, I, I, like, I mean, the schedule is going to be a little tough, but – I'm putting my faith in a bunch of returning starters, and I I think I think they're gonna go over the uh, the six and a half. Mike, anything here? I'm gonna have to fade you, Brett. So oh. I'm going under Duke because I just feel like it's a. I mean, yeah, Duke did well last year, um, but I thought the ACC was a. No offense, but it was a crapshoot. Well, that's how it is every year, though. That's, like, yeah, those those divisions, man. <laughs> yeah, Coast, the coastal is yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah, but I just feel like uh, I don't know. Something tells me that it's going to be a little bit better this year. But um, yeah, that's why I'm going with the under, kind of like because of the uh, you know the, the whole conference. Yeah, uh, first game of the year. I, listen, I know I just took Clemson over, but it's don't be shocked. Clemson. Yeah, um, Clemson at Duke, even though, let's be honest, Clemson will probably have more fans there than Duke will. But that's a Monday, they it's a Monday night primetime game yeah. at Duke. I mean, it's going to be a tough first test for uh, Clemson, honestly. I, I think it could be a very intriguing game. I'm not saying that they're going to win or anything, but keep an eye on that one. I like it. So, yeah. Brett, breaking down their schedule, um, like you said, Clemson probably lost. So – wins Lafayette Northwestern you plan on them beating UConn yeah. um, and let's say you plan on them beating Virginia because they're probably the worst team in the ACC so that's four wins right there so Duke has to snag three more to go over um, between Notre Dame NC State Florida State Louisville Wake Chapel Hill and Pitt uh, Pitt's probably gettable NC State's probably gettable I think I Louisville is, good. Yeah, yeah they're very gettable this year yes. Um, do you think they could still win from Chapel Hill? Yeah, that was a I close do. game last year. Yeah, I mean the they on they yeah. should have won that game. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, they, they really should have won that game. It'll be at well, it's going to be at Chapel Hill this year, right? 
Um, yeah, they're I, yeah. I, listen. I mean, Chapel Hill is literally Drake May. I mean, that's all Chapel Hill is. So they they better have a better defense this year. Defense is awful. Yeah, and they're and they're losing Josh Downs. So I don't know. UNC is going to be interesting as well. But I I, um, I think it's gettable. It, it's going to be tough. They're probably not going to have the nine and four season they had last year, but. I think they can get over the six and a half. Yeah. Like I said, I see six. I think they're definitely a bowl team, but I think they're going to need a lot to go right. Like they're going to need to win those games against Wake and Louisville and Pitt. Yeah. Well, I think I think they can be Wake. No Sam Hartman anymore. Louisville, new coach. Um, I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting. All right. So we have two plays on Duke. Uh, Brett is taking the over. Mike is taking the under. I still do not have a play on the board. Um, Florida State. Over under ten wins. Huh. Yeah, the thing is, I don't know about they have that what uh what's his name? Jordan yeah. Travis. Yeah. He's a the dude's a, a monster. But yeah, like you had you said ten or ten and a ten half. Ten wins. Ten wins. Oh. Yeah. I was indifferent about this one. I don't think I'm gonna play it. I lean under. So. I was thinking nine. Um, the opener against LSU, that's going to be tough. I mean, they won last year on that. Like, I'm not going to say it's a bogus field goal, but they won the game. Clemson's going to be tough. Uh, Miami, I think Miami can give them enough trouble to make it interesting. And then, although I do think Florida in preview to next week, Florida's going to be very bad this year probably. But you never know um, when those two teams get together. So I think there's enough trouble to go under. Ten's a really high clip. Yeah, that that's also I, I took this uh under ten. I, I think they have the potential to be the best um team in the ACC. And I think I mean like you said, that first game of the year in Orlando, Florida, which I mean it's tempting to go for me because it's only like an hour drive for me. But it's a Sunday night primetime game. Um the the main thing here is is I think they haven't had this kind of hype since Winston was there and I don't think they're really used to it. So I, I just I don't see it. I think they're going to be a solid team, though. I mean, if they can, they can either be like a dark horse team for the college football playoff, especially if you get through LSU and Clemson, then they're most likely going to make it. But yep. it's going to be they got a lot of hype and, and um they got a lot of hype going to this year. And that, I mean that first game is it's going to decide a lot of it because that will be a top ten matchup probably. Yeah, but remember the interesting thing about the ACC this year: no more division. So the top two teams play again. So it could be yeah, a Clemson-Florida State rematch in the ACC championship. And let's say Florida State wins the first game, it always seems to be whoever wins that championship game gets the nod, saying that records are the same towards the end. So um, I mean, that could be interesting. The good news is is they play LSU literally the first game of the year. So if they lose that and if it's close, then they can bounce back with Clemson. And then, like you said, if it's Clemson again in the, in the finals, it'll probably be another decent win. So... But I think I think Jordan Travis is a dark horse for Heisman, probably. I can yeah. see that. I think a lot of experts agree with you there. Yeah, a lot of people have him in the playoffs. So yeah, yeah, that's the hype scares me though. Yes. All right. Yes, because they usually it's we'll we'll know by that first game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's gonna be a heck like it, we'll know early. We'll know early. Yeah. It's one of those totals you'll know early in the season. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, we're we'll know by yeah. we'll know by October what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the Ramblin' Wreck, Georgia Tech, 
Um, no play for me on the Yellow Jackets. They are sitting at four and a half for the win total at DraftKings. I got nothing yeah, no for this. for me. That guy did. That guy did a good job though after the the coach got fired though. So yeah, it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting to see what he does now that he's the full he's the head coach. All right, next up we got the Louisville Cardinals. They over under eight wins for the season. Louisville is slated to have the easiest schedule in the ACC this year. Um, are any of you buying it, taking the over? I'm not touching that. I think there's just too much, yeah. too much unknown. Yeah. I mean, if I would have to take it, I would lean under, but yeah. I, I don't think it's – I don't know about them. I'm all over this under. I think Louisville's fraudulent. I, I just don't believe yeah. it. If you look – they were decent last year, but I don't think the ACC is as bad as a lot of people think. Um, the games that they could lose, I think they're going to end the season pretty rough. Um, they Okay, so let's say starting the last week of September, they have NC State, Notre Dame, Pitt, Duke, um, Virginia Tech, who they'll probably beat Virginia, who they'll probably beat. But then they have Miami and Kentucky. I think they probably lose six out of their last eight games. And if they stumble to start between BC, Indiana, Georgia Tech, they don't hit this. I think I'll, I think this is juiced a little too high just because strength of schedule. Yeah, looks decent, but I mean nine games to clear. This is push insurance all day. I don't I don't think Louisville's that great. Um, I'm playing under eight. I see them more as a six win team, maybe seven. I don't hate the play. What do you get on the board there? Yeah, I don't hate it either. Was that your first play? That's my first play, and we'll do a quick recap. All right, so Brett and Mike disagree on the first two plays. Clemson, Brett's taking the over, Mike's under, and then Brett is also over on Duke, and Mike is under six and a half. Brett is playing Florida State under 10, and I am playing Louisville under eight. Can we just say this might be the longest we've gone into a show where you haven't had a play yet? Like usually, you're like, usually you're like six deep at this point. <laughs> hey, just wait till week zero. Oh God! Oh jeez! Firing every game. Okay. Um. After Louisville, Miami Hurricanes over under win total is seven and a half. I have a play here, but I want to listen to you guys first. I also have a play here. I I took the under. I mean, I until they can prove me something, I'm not. I mean, Van Dyke was awful last year. He had all the hype going into last season. I mean, they were supposed to be like Cristobal comes over first year. I mean, they're supposed to be like nine, 10, one team. And like, they were awful last year. So unless they can prove to me that they can turn around, like, I don't know. I mean, cause the football is better when the U is good and in, in football, but my gosh, they, they haven't been relevant for years. So give me the under. All right. Uh, Mike, anything here? I got the over because I was just – I think uh, – I mean, Mark uh, Cristobal is a uh, – I feel like he's a decent coach. I mean, he was good at Oregon. Um, and, you know, who the first game of the season was against who? It was against – Last year, Texas A&M, I think. Yeah. It was Texas A&M? Potentially. Well, I thought it was a What bigger... was the one game that they lost that was, like, just embarrassing? Uh last season oh, it was middle tennessee state or whatever i think oh yeah <laughs> i mean they ran they threw it all over them 
All right, uh, Mike, I am with you, and I agree. Yeah. Got Lil Wayne as a sound issue <laughs> when two people agree. Um, th this is my take on Miami. I think Van Dyke will be a little bit better. I think Chris of all had time to like implement culture and get the guys that he really wants to. Uh, Miami did pretty good in the transfer portal. I think they beat Miami, Ohio, Bethune, Cookman, Temple, Georgia Tech, Virginia, Louisville, and Boston College. That gets me seven. And again, I can see them giving Florida State a fit. They can definitely beat Chapel Hill. Um, and they honestly have a shot at AM if they really do play like they, they're capable of. So again, maybe an eight win team, upside nine, but I, I think they get eight minimum. Um, so I feel pretty good about the seven and a half. Florida State beat them 45 to three last year. You saw that? Yeah. I mean, they were bad last year. They were bad. Yeah. They were pretty bad. Pretty bad. That's on my place for but, ACC, by the way. Well, okay. Either either Mike or I, one of us is going to have a good ACC picking. <laughs> right. All right. I have one more in the ACC, and then I guess we can talk about some teams here and there. Mike, how are you looking for picks left on the board? Um, I think I got one more as well. Okay, cool. Um, so as I was helping my buddy uh, Phil on his farm this weekend, we had to take down an electric fence, and as we were riding around the, the field, we um, had some music playing. And the classic song came on, Mama, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. And I told him there's a saying in Raleigh, North Carolina, Mama, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Tar Babies. <laughs> Chapel Hill's next on the board, over under eight and a half win totals. No play for me. I see eight, nine games. It's not worth playing, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not playing it either. All right. Uh, I am playing the next team, the rival in Raleigh. NC State Wolfpack, six and a half wins. I think that's a little too low. Um, I do think Brennan Armstrong is going to come in, um, get reunited with his old OC from Virginia, and I think they're going to be very good. Uh, the wins I have for NC State are UConn, BMI, Virginia, Louisville, Marshall, and then that gives me room for – and I also have them beat Virginia Tech. So I just need them to beat you know, Miami – Chapel Hill, which they always find a way to beat Chapel Hill, it seems as a late, or Wake Forest, possibly Notre Dame at home too. I think that this is a little too low um, because of last year. But I do think NC State's secondary may be one of the best in the nation. They have two corners that could win the Thorpe Award. Um, defense, linebacker, lost some depth. Peyton Wilson's coming back. They rotated so many guys last year on the D front. A lot of people are experienced. So I do think the defense will be similar to last year, if not better, just because of that secondary factor. And Brennan Armstrong, I think, honestly, is an upgrade from Devin Leary. We saw what he did in 2021. Well, you, I mean, so you like him better than MJ Morris? I'd say yes, I do, as of now. Although I do want MJ to start, like, his last three years in the program or two yeah, years I mean, in the program. Well, I, mean, I think I, it's a safe play out of camp. I mean, it would be interesting to see, like, if, if Brennan wins the job, does, like, MJ Morris save peace? I think that because, I mean, that's literally how it is these days. Yeah, I mean, you definitely can't discount it's, it. But I think Brennan gives him the best shot out the gate. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because he didn't exactly kill it in uh, Virginia last year. They were a mess. Tony Bennett – or Tony Elliott, excuse me. That, that was that was a dumpster fire. Yeah, they were they were bad. 
right. I'm staying away from this one. All right, good stuff. So, all right, so the last teams we have in the ACC are Pitt six and a half, Syracuse six and a half, UVA three and a half, Virginia Tech five, and then Wake Forest at the Wake Forest rounding us out at six wins. Which one of those teams you taking, Mike? Um, I got Q's under. Um, I usually go over with Q's, but I was looking at their schedule and um, I think they're, yeah, I think they just get the six. So if you have like a, a six and a half, I'll just play the hook right there because I think six is a good spot. Look at that schedule. Yeah, I usually take them over, so hopefully it doesn't bite bite, bite me in the ass. So you have them beating Colgate, Western Michigan. Do you have them losing to Purdue? Um, see, that's a that one's a toss up. I do have them beating Army. Um, not beating Clemson, not beating UNC, not beating Florida State, beating Virginia Tech. Yeah. Not. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know about Boston College not beating Pitt. I don't think they beat Georgia Tech either. So it's – and then, I don't know. My addition might be a little off, but – and then Wake Forest is a toss-up as well. Yeah, no, I think that's right. I, I think that's a fair assumption. It's, it's a good number. Because, you know, Wake Forest in the wintertime, Winston-Salem is jumping. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be weird not, not having the same arm in there. It's going to be weird. Yeah, that's, hey. a, that's a weird one. Seeing him play at Notre Dame yeah. is going to be uh, I mean, he was, very weird. It seemed like he was at Wake Forest for like 10 years. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, um, the, before, we end, before we end the ACC, Marcus, how are we feeling about the Hokies this year? I mean, Brent Prize first year last year. Honestly, you guys have a tough test against ODU to start off the year. All right, I was really trying to get out of the ACC without talking about this, but I, I think this team—they're—they're they're not good. I, the O line. You remember how bad Florida State was on the offensive line, but they had athletes to like win a couple games here and there. Yeah. I think Virginia Tech got the point to where they don't have an offensive line that could have been worse than the last six, seven years with Florida State, and again have no weapons around to make up for it. Uh, quarterback situation's shaky. Uh, Willis, I think he's very bad. Uh, Kyron Jones to transfer from Baylor. I hope he oh, does get the nod. Right. Um, he, he's so a super athlete. Yeah. 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 Wells. Yeah. yeah. I think I said, did I say Willis? Yeah. You said Willis. Yeah. No, Wells. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm just trying to delete him out of my memory at this point. But dude, he was better at Marshall, like as a true freshman. Um, I don't oh. really know what happened there. I'm, no, the, the program is it's not good. I see I see four or five wins. This isn't a bowl game. Uh, if they lost to Old Dominion week one, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, they've done it recently under Fuente. <laughs> they did it last year. Last yeah. year. Yeah, last yeah, it was last year. Um that, Purdue, that recent. <laughs> yeah, that recent. Uh they'll probably lose to Purdue. Uh I wouldn't be shocked if Rutgers got them or Marshall. I think Marshall's <laughs> gonna give them everything they got. Um yeah. they'll beat UVA. They can dude, it's just not a good team. I don't think the quarterback situation is bad off enough, and with no offensive line, I think they'll be lucky to get five wins. That was my first big play of the season, that old Dominion money line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, the spread. It's a spread out for that. Uh, I have yeah. no idea. It should be, but it is. Uh, yeah. Text, text that old favored, Dominion. 
Catch favorite 14 and a half. I definitely 14 and a half? Points. Yeah, I'd take the points. Take, take ODU. Wait, is that game, it was at ODU last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it's in Blacksburg this year. Yeah. And first game of the year, the, the Ender Sam may come on. Yeah. They might get a little. They might get. They might have pee in their pants. They, yeah, they might be like shook. Yeah. So, I don't know. Eight o'clock game on ACC <laughs> Network. Start jumping. I mean, I'll be watching, but I'm not optimistic <laughs> about it. Right, I'm probably as optimist. You, you're actually probably a little bit more optimistic about West Virginia than I. I'm am. really not, if I'm being completely <laughs> honest. I mean, like I said, they have a big first game, West Virginia. Yeah, we played Penn State. We're like a twenty point dog, I think. It's like a night Jeez. game in Happy Valley. Twenty oh. points. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's twenty well, points. Well, I mean, we we talked about this earlier, but I mean. I mean, I guess this is a little segue into Big Ten or whatever, but I mean, yeah, we, we talked about this earlier through text message. Like to Penn State's a lot of the a lot of their hype is around the quarterback, Drew Allar or whatever. Um they, they I mean, there's a lot of hype around him. So I think Penn State kinda rests on how he does this season. But yeah, we we're we're not gonna be good. I mean we we are out of conference is Penn State and Pitt. At least Pitt's in Morgantown though, but and then the uh, the rest of the schedule. We do play. We play four of the newbies in the Big Twelve. We play. We play Houston, BYU, UCF, and Cincinnati. So we do play all the newbies. But I don't know if that's yeah. gonna help you too much. No, it, you, the game in UCF is at UCF. So, oh Gus, the Gus bus. <laughs> yeah, depending on how we're playing, I might go to that. Depend like if, but if we're just, I mean. Neil, if if our co- if we lose the first like, if we're starting off what one and two, if we lose to Pitt and Penn State, like, I think we fire him midway. Yeah, I don't I don't think he makes it till no. seven. Yeah, we'll get Gary Riley. All right, if you say so, let's go ahead and hop into the cool. Big Ten country. I think Mike is about to unleash a lot of picks here, and based off of last year, they're probably going to be accurate. So everybody. Turn the volume up. Tune in. Mike's about to unleash some golden nuggets on us. Uh, let's oh, start out. Now with... you're jinxing me. Oh, no. No. Reverse <laughs> jinx. All right. Let's start out with Illinois, the fighting Illini. Um, Brett Bielema is still the coach up there, ain't he? Yes. Oh, Bert. All right. Uh, six and a half wins is the over-under for Illinois. Any place here? I have nothing. I got nothing for Illinois. I don't either. I thought – I mean, I almost went over, but they lose their good running back, and then they also lost the good guys in the secondary. So, it's in a way. Yeah. Love them much the NFL. So Yeah. All right. Uh, going next, Indiana. Three and a half wins over under anything. I have no, – nope. None of the I states is – I didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also – you, you got to figure if Indiana, you got to figure Tom Allen's gone if they only can get three, four. Yes. Yeah. I think this is Tom's yeah. last year. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. I have nothing for Iowa. Um, I would lean under on Iowa. Their over under win total is seven and a half. I have six or seven down on my schedule. And it's just because we don't know about that offense. That I know their defense is going to be legit. I know their defense is going to be good. But I don't know if they can score 14 points in some games. And that's just not good. What do you think about uh, Cade McNamara going there, the former Michigan quarterback? I mean, I, it's, it can't, it's, it's an upgrade from uh, – oh, shoot, what was the guy's name last year, the last couple of years? I mean, he was awful. 
Yeah, he was bad. Absolutely. The, yeah, that offense was so bad. And he, and he if you to... watch the the bowl game against Kentucky, that was the worst game I've ever seen in recent history. <laughs> it, it, during the uh, during the year, I I think we pretty much took Iowa unders every single like over under for point totals. I think we took under like every single week. Yeah, if, some of those did, games were like. A, 20 points and stuff yeah. you're just because like they're, because geez. their defense was fantastic but they just couldn't score i mean it was it was the thing about yeah they yeah couldn't score but was their it, defense I, I know three of them yeah Petrus. three of them uh, it was awful yeah he was bad <laughs> oh petrus spencer petrus that's who it was yeah he, he was i mean bad. and then and then kurt kept his freaking son still brian or whatever i mean it's yep. just as the offensive coordinator, which it just blows my mind. So I don't know. I'm not touching it, but if they can get the offense going, like even average, they can, they'll probably hit that over easily. What team has like a, a really good offense, but plays no defense like, like Chapel Hill. Do we have anybody else we can think of? USC. Yeah. USC. That Yeah. I always like reverse USC and reverse yeah. Chapel Hill. Like the, the defense is going to be good, but yeah, I'm telling you, if you can't score 14 points, they may not win some football games. Yeah, yeah, they probably won't. And they have a mission. You know, they lost. They lost like three players to the draft on their defense. So, but yeah, traditionally maybe, good yeah. plug and play. But yeah, again, we don't know. So, uh, no place for Iowa, uh, Maryland. Seven wins. Anybody going to bet on Julia? No, I'm staying away from Maryland. Um. Yeah, I'm staying away. Okay, same here. I um, thought about it. I thought about the under, but and then I was just like, I saw the odds for both over and under. And I'm just like, uh, I'm gonna stay away from that one. I saw Maryland play NC State live in person in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, and that might have been the worst football game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I'm not betting on that team to do a lot. It, okay, if Tulia can actually show like what he was supposed to be and get some weapons around him. I don't know if Loxley, if Loxley has done that in the offseason, but um, it's going to be volatile. Probably seven with team. I mean, it's probably a good number. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Michigan State. Mel Tucker obviously um, committed robbery after one good season. <laughs> off of the back of Kenneth Walker III and then wants to shit a brick last season. Um, anybody got something for Sparty? That offense is so bad. Yeah, and they, and they lost their star wide receiver to uh, Florida State or whatever. So I mean, they're yeah, they're they're going to be. I mean, if if you're Mel Tucker, like, why even coach though? Because if you suck, you still get fired and get a nice little buyout or whatever. Yeah, so, I know his buyout has to be crazy. Oh, it's got to be wild. Because what do you do? Like ten years, ninety million or something like that? Yeah, like it was insane yeah. after one season, and it was COVID year, wasn't it? Yes. Or it was yeah. I mean, just I don't know. But yeah, yeah, they better. They might be in a little trouble with the hire that they have with him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching Michigan State at all. All right, I bet there's some plays on this next team: Michigan Wolverines, ten and a half win total. Uh, what we doing, boys? <sighs> Go ahead, Mike. I'd like to hear what you guys think first. Okay. I, I, I'm um, like. I'm- Go ahead, Brett. Well, I was just saying, I'm I'm back and forth on this. I didn't pick this, but like, I mean, 
Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go over because what? even if you lose to Ohio State, you're probably going to win the rest of the games. So I, I'm still not sold on Penn State, even though that Penn State game is at Penn State, which will be a – I mean, that's always a tough place to play. But go ahead and put me down on the over. I, I See, I knew I was going to get swayed into one, even though I just kind of swayed myself into one. But, I mean, like I said, you lose to Ohio State and you're still – you're still probably going to win the rest of the games because when's the last time that Penn State beat Michigan? It's been a while. Okay, let's do it. I agree, Brett. Michigan, over. Um, watch out for East Carolina first game of the season. No, I'm joking. Uh, I think they run the schedule. Again, I have no reason not to think that they can beat Ohio State um, off of the, what's happened recently. I think that they're going to wax Penn State. Uh, Penn State usually folds in games like these and Michigan's schedule is actually pretty damn easy. Um, out of conference, you have East Carolina, uh, Las Vegas, Bowling Green, and then you open up Big Ten with probably the softest schedule that you actually can, the mighty Rucker Scarlet Knights. Matt Rule, first year at Nebraska, P.J. Fleck, and then Indiana. Michigan State, Purdue. I mean, the schedule's just very, very soft, and they have Maryland before Ohio State. Um, I don't think that's a like look-forward spot. But I do think that they'll get in, you know, muck it up, get out of there quick if they can't run some clock. And, I mean, I can see them winning in the big house in the game. Uh, unfortunately, I can't see it. Sorry, Mike. Damn. But, yeah, I agree with you guys. So, that schedule is easy as hell. They have a lot of returning players. They have that, you know, Blake Corum's a, a beast. It's just, you know, J.J. McCarthy. I don't – it's – if he – I don't know. He's not – he's so overhyped it's ridiculous. He's been comparing himself, comparing himself to Patrick Mahomes and, you know, yeah. whatnot. Did, I mean, it just might – Didn't Harbaugh just call him, like, the next coming of, like, greatest ever or something like that? Like, I, I forget the exact phrase that he said. He but, called like, him a he, generational like, player. Generation, yeah, like a generational – I mean – I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, he he tossed you guys around, but let's be honest. They were wide open last year during that game. Like, there was nobody within 15 yards. Versus Ohio State defense. I've yeah, ever, ever. versus Ohio State. They were wide open. Like, anybody could throw in that as long as they can throw it 50 yards down the field. Yeah. So, and then uh, they lost it, the, you know, they fumbled against TCU in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I knew they would. They haven't won a playoff game. Ever. That was a great game. It was a great game. Good game. Great game. Great game. National championship happened. The national championship was, uh, yeah. We don't talk. uh, We should have been there, but it's all right. Yeah. um, Georgia, Ohio State was the default. Natty. Um, You guys want to hear the sounder for when all three of us agree? Go ahead. Let's party, boys. Michigan over <laughs> 10 and a half wins. Everybody lock it up. Uh, next up, PJ Fleck and the Gophers sitting at five and a half wins at DraftKings. I am leaning under. Maybe one of you can convince me. I'm not touching that. Uh, PJ Fleck, they've just kind of been there, haven't they? They're, he just, they're always there, and I don't know. Yeah, him leaving Western Michigan, I thought he would have got that team a lot better. But I guess, like you said, they're always there, but they're not competing 
I mean, they're not even like Penn State level, no. which I kind of pictured he would be at this point in time, but we haven't seen it. Yep. They're going to be rowing the boat to mediocrity once again. <laughs> and yeah, Minnesota, what did you, what was the number you had? Five and a half. Yeah. So the thing about Minnesota is they always somehow win seven games every season, seven games. So I'm going with the over on this one okay. because they always somehow win seven games. It's always, it's every I've been watching Minnesota play for a long time now. And somehow they always just win, you know, seven games, seven, eight games every time. I mean, that sounds like a row, row the boat kind of year to me. Yep. Well, if you think they got seven, you got some pretty good insurance there. You got a game and a half, so I like it. Um, Matt Rule, any the fighting Matt Rules over under six. I'm staying away. I th- I do think he's going to get Nebraska back to relevance. Probably not like to the Nebraska like the 1990s or whatever. But oh, he will. I, he he can't do anything. He can't do any worse than Scott Frost did. I mean. He he, sh- he should be able to get good recruits there, especially he'll he'll utilize the transfer portal really well, I think too. So he'll he'll get them back to at least like being because uh, their fans deserve it. I mean, I feel bad for their fans. They so they're starting. They're starting quarterback was at Georgia Tech the last couple of years. Jeff Sims, um, I did get it's eyes easy. on him several times. He's decent. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not bad. Nope. Is Casey Thompson? Is Casey Thompson was there? The guy from Texas. Is he not starting? Oh, he plays for Florida Atlantic now. Yeah, he left. Oh wow, man, it's hard to it's hard to keep up with all the transfer portal stuff. Yeah, it gets harder and harder every year. But then again, it is Nebraska, and what like what do we say every year? If somebody's gonna lose, it's gonna be Nebraska. Yeah, for Nebraska. They gave Northwestern the only win they got last year. Which I'm assuming <laughs> is the next team on board. Yeah. Um, Mike, are you playing Nebraska or no? So I was looking at this one today and I was looking at their schedule and they could I'm I'm going I'm going over Ooh. for Nebraska. Talk to me. I don't usually do it often. But this I I don't know. The schedule looks um, quite easy. I wouldn't say easy, but it's it's looking doable for like uh, you know over six wins. Let's pull that yeah. Let's see. Because the uh, uh, that's a coin flip. Colorado does Dion get Nebraska? Does Dion get Matt? No, Colorado is going to win maybe two games this year. What's the over under for Nebraska? Six. Six. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they probably can do it. Well, you got to figure that they're going to be – they could probably beat Minnesota. That's one. Colorado, two. Three, Northern Illinois. Four, Louisiana Tech. Five, Northwestern. Six, maybe Michigan State. But do you really trust them to win any of those other games? And that's where I'm at. I think that they're very similar yeah. to a lot of teams on their schedule. And, again, like it – I don't know. I, I just don't have any reason to trust them. I mean, the crazy thing is, like, they when Scott Frost was here, they were like less than a touchdown away from winning multiple games each each year too. Like, they were the close. They were probably the best like yeah. three and nine teams there were because they were like just so close. Stuff. 
They get yeah. like penalties like in the yeah. worst times. And it but, just set them back. It was it was definitely like a, a culture. Like there was no player yeah. discipline. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it was Yeah. Like Justin is good though. He's good at Georgia Tech, so that's probably an upgrade of the QB position. Yeah, I know a lot of, you know, um Carolina Panthers fan wants they want to see Matt Rule fail, I'm sure. But yeah, um, probably will on his own. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I got him over, um, but I don't do it often. It's just something about that schedule. Just it spoke to me. Brett, you gonna play it? No, I'm staying away. Okay, good. I think there will probably be a lot of plays on this next team, as Brett hinted to. Uh, the Wildcats, the Dry Humpers. Uh, Michael, what, what what other names you got to for them? <laughs> They're just it's just a that for, yeah, it's I just mean, it's bad it's bad there. There's no way they're gonna you know what what's the total at uh, three old. and a half, three and a half. Yeah, uh, I don't. Can we all do? Do we all take this? Please tell me yes. I'm on the under. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I'm just making sure. I, I think we're all on the under. I I don't even know. They get one maybe. I mean, they, they were probably barely going to get one before the season even started. And now yeah, – they're, they're, Yeah, just no coaching. They're, they have no recruits. They just I'm, lost their uh, linebacker to Ohio State. So, yeah. we just got to transfer. Mean, they'll probably definitely get Howard. But do you – I mean, maybe UTEP. But other than that – They might not get UTEP. I don't think there's a lot of true D1 players on that roster. Hmm. They're, I don't think they're going to be Rutgers, so they're not going to get Rutgers. And then the rest of the schedule, they're not going to get any of those guys either. So, I mean, I would be surprised if this isn't like the lock of the century right here. <laughs> I mean, they, they were a one-win football team last year. Yeah, but they, they, had, you know, they had played Ohio you know. State tough. Yeah. That game almost gave me a heart attack because I thought we were going to lose to Northwestern. <laughs> All right, well, we know what to play. It's a party. Yep. You know, Brett, when you said the lock of the century, do you remember last year uh, how Trevor was shitting on Kansas? And he said, I've never felt better about a lock other yeah. than Kansas under. And then they won. They made yeah. a bowl game. Yeah. And and if they're, if they're, uh, if Jane Daniels is, or what is Daniels, I think it's Jaden or whatever. If he doesn't get hurt, they yep. probably win a couple more games. But once he went down, they went through a little. They they if he didn't go down, they might be TCU that that game too. Yep, I agree a thousand percent. All right, Mike, it's your time to shine. Talk about the boys. Oh, we're talking about the Ohio State University. Is that the next person, next team? If that's what you want to call it, we didn't put him in the okay. T's for the, but yeah, go for it. Okay, yeah, but um, so. Last year, we had a couple, you know, I mean, I think coaching wasn't all that there. Still working on the defense. That defense was awful. But I feel like being watching Ohio State for as long as I have, the defense is good when their D-line is good. When they get that pressure on the, you know, pressure on the quarterback, you see them, it's, um, they'll cause turnovers, sacks, you know, it's just... It's when the, the interior is good, then the defense is – I mean, then, you know, it all falls into place. And apparently they're supposed to have one of the best defensive lines in the country this year. And uh, that, you know, gives me a little hope 
They have the best wide receiver room in the country. Yeah, hands just down. The, it's not yeah, close. Yeah. And it's it's just, you know, court, new quarterback coming in. But, you know, I felt like this when C.J. Stroud came. I mean, it's 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 a uh, room full of five stars, so. And they're thrown to friggin' NFL players. So, I mean, I, yeah, but I'm done glazing. I got the over. All right, over 10.5 for Ohio State. Brad, are you on board? Yeah, I'm on board. I mean, even if they lose to Michigan, who are they going to lose to Like besides that? I mean, Penn State's not going to beat them. That game's, at, that game's at Ohio State anyway, and then they'll just roll through the rest of the so – I think it's a night game at the shoe. Yeah, so they'll just they'll roll through the rest of the conference because, I mean, the Big Ten is really three teams. And you really I, just said two teams. I agree. <laughs> I'm glad y'all have faith. Yeah, Mike, I do have a question for you. If somehow Ohio State slips up one game and they lose to Michigan, is Ryan Day fired? See, that's a – yeah, that's a – like, I think it's just depending on his coaching. If they slip up a game before – yeah, uh, the game Michigan. against before Michigan, then he's on the hot seat. Who, who are you guys going to get if you fire Ryan Day? They might try out Brian Hartline. He's but yeah. he's the new he's the new offensive coordinator yeah, this year. He, and he and if if the offense flies, if like the offense flies for Ohio State and the offense flies for Clemson, Garrett Riley and Hartline are probably looking at head coaching jobs elsewhere. Probably, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. I mean, let's be honest. If, if um, uh, Harrison didn't get hurt in that college football, like the semifinal, Ohio State was winning that game. I I know I hate to go back and like bring up the memories, but it's it's pretty obvious if he doesn't get hurt last year during that, it, they're they're winning that game, and they're probably well, winning the national championship. While Mike is wearing the Ohio State jersey, the <laughs> Ohio State jersey, it's Super Marv. Yeah, when he missed that kick, I fell to one knee. In, like I was watching in my room because I was on call for work, <laughs> and I just felt I was just like this. I put my head in my hands. I, I was like, oh, "That's tough." You were on a call it's for tough. work. I was like at midnight. Yeah, it was during. Yeah, it was like New Year's. It yeah. was New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was on call. That so I had to like stick around the house, and I couldn't do anything on New Year's. So I was just watching that play. Watching that. I'm I'm at my computer. I'm just like pacing around my room. That was a uh, that was a tough one. Well, I, but I mean, it was that was one of the worst kicks I've ever seen, too. The uh, not even close. <laughs> yeah, that's saying it nicely. Yeah, that's, it wasn't even close, and I was like, "Well, I mean, he was a transfer from UNC. <laughs> <laughs> that's who our kicker was. Good all year, and then when it comes to the big games, was he a senior? Is he back this year? Or is he gone? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, you would uh, think I he mean, would have changed his name and probably transferred out. Yeah. He was uh, – yeah, that was a bad kick. But I don't know if he's here uh, this year. I think he is. Mm-hmm. I want to say so, but who knows. Yeah. You know how a couple of years ago I was one of the first people to support the campaign for uh, Devontae for Heisman? I'm, I'm already on Martin Harrison for Heisman. 
That dude he, is so good. He could he could be on the Carolina Panthers right now and be the best wide receiver on the team. Isn't um? Did I read this correctly that his the quarterback or whatever is his former high school teammate? I think I saw yes. that somewhere. Yeah. So they already got that connection, no matter what. Anyway, so. Yeah. yeah, if they have that, yeah, if they have that connection, but apparently they have, they're still having a, you know, debate on who's going to start at quarterback, whether it be Devin Brown or Kyle McCord. Yeah. So I hope it's Kyle McCord. I th- hope they, you know, they play, he plays the first game. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see what, what's up. All right. We'll be there sooner than later. Let's go to uh, James Franklin and his Nittany Lions. Uh, Penn State, nine and a half win total at DraftKings. I have them more as a nine-win team. Interested to see what you guys say because if you can convince me eight wins for Penn State, I might agree that you know they they all they're always in the territory to where they're still overrated every season. They blow a big one, like just put some clunkers out there. I'm not really sold on this team. Apparently, their passing game is going to be a lot better this year. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the quarterback Drew Alar. There's a lot of hype around him. I think it all depends on. How he performs, but I actually took the over here because okay. they have a they. I mean, basically, in there is a loss to Ohio State and a loss to Michigan, but they can still hit the ten or whatever. And I mean, I don't really, I I don't like anybody else really in the Big Ten that probably challenges them. Um, so I think, like you said, their passing game should be better. They're they're probably glad to have Clifford gone after ten years. Um. 70 years yeah i mean they could do was there forever yeah i mean it sounds it looked, it like felt like he had three more COVID years but <laughs> yeah but yeah i i think i mean supposedly this guy's a real deal so a lot is riding on him but if he if if he is as good as people are saying he is then i even if you lose the two games to michigan ohio state that is factored in there i think you're going to win the rest of the game so i like the over here and you're going to be west virginia so <laughs> That one's already penciled in one zero. Mike, you playing this? Um, I'm not playing this, but I would have if I were to play it. I would probably uh, agree with Brett, but I'm not not playing it. But they, I, they can win. They can beat Michigan at um, Penn State. I agree with that. Yeah, because they always have so, a solid defense too. So if they can turn the, if they can get a average or above average offense to go with it then they got good running backs as well yep so i mean we'll see they're not winning in the shoe that's for sure but yeah they could might as well they i mean they can they can beat michigan i think this year i think yeah well i already said my piece about them so i'm not going to go back to it (laughs) i will say the trap game is iowa if iowa can find some consistency on offense they may shut down penn state like i'm telling you iowa is Probably either going to be a five wins. I don't really think it matters. That defense is going to travel. That, that, uh, it is a that night game. Is- it'll it'll probably be a whiteout. It's a night game. It's seven thirty kick on CBS. Probably. No, I think T time will be the whiteout. Probably. Uh, they, they only do, do one a year. I think yeah. I think the game for West Virginia is like a little stripe out or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't know if they do one white out. They used to only do one white out a year, but yeah, I don't I think, know. I think they still only do it. Like, traditions. That's on the bucket list, honestly, going to Penn State whiteout. My brother and sister in law went to Penn State. Ooh. Sick. 
you know, it's yeah. the family. Even, I mean, All even right. though they really, they really can't say anything to you past how many years anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, true. That's, that's true. Um, any plays on the Boilermakers five and a half? No, staying away. No. Staying yeah. away as well. Volatile. All right. So DraftKings did not have an over under win total for Rutgers, but I'm probably going I saw to saw that. I couldn't away. find. I couldn't yeah. find that. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere on FanDuel uh, or DraftKings. I will say roughly if I look at Rutgers' schedule. Um, they will probably beat Northwestern. Shiano's still there, right? Yeah. So yes. they have a decent coach. So they'll probably beat, they'll probably start off 3 0. They'll beat Northwestern, Temple, and Virginia Tech, Wagner, maybe Indiana. I could see them winning maybe four or five games. Their, their win total is probably right at four. So big stay away. Yeah. Staying away from the, the, the Red Knights, Scarlet Knights. Some yeah. some nights. Yes. So let's go ahead and give a rundown. Mike's card: Clemson under nine and a half, Duke under six and a half, Miami over seven and a half, Syracuse under six and a half. That wraps up this ACC play. Big Ten for Mike: Michigan over ten and a hook, Minnesota over five and a hook, Nebraska over six, Northwestern under three and a half, and the boys: the Ohio State University over ten and a half. Brett's, Brett's card. Him and Mike got a little bit of disagreement in the ACC. Brett is going Clemson over nine and a half, Duke over six and a half, Florida State under 10, and Miami under seven and a half. Brett's Big Ten card, Michigan over 10 and a half, Northwestern under three and a half, Ohio State over 10 and a half, and Penn State over nine and a half. Marcus, my card, ACC, Louisville under eight, Miami over seven and a hook, NC State over six and a hook, three plays for the Big Ten, Michigan over 10 and a half. Northwestern under three and a half and Ohio State over ten and a half. Yep. And just to give the listeners a little bit um of a foreshadow for our show cadence, we will be back next week talking about the SEC in the Big Twelve. The following week we will be talking about the Pac twelve. They actually get some love on the show in at large bids. And then this week zero. You know, we, we don't we don't have too many more sleeps until it's uh until it's kicked. It's very I can't wait for it. It's the uh you know the anxiety of watching uh, Ohio State games again, just just ramping up again. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for half a distance to the goal presented by Nawano Coastal Barbecue. Brett and I will be back with a new guest next week. Thank you, Mike, for joining us, and we're gonna let Chance take us out. Thanks for having me. It was great. I'll see you, Brett. And we back. And we back. And we back. Better than I was the last time.